It's no secret the pressure on us parents is endless from making sure that we have dinner on the table, getting our kids to school on time and making sure they do well at daycare or school, to managing health concerns and financial responsibilities, dealing with anger and aggression and tantrums and sibling rivalry. I mean, the things that are on our plate often feel endless and it leads us to feel stressed, right? And so it's no secret that the more stressed out we are, the less calm we become. I also think that at its core, anger is rooted in this feeling that um, the way things are should be different, right? That the way the rea our reality is, is not aligned with our expectations of how things should go or how things should be. And so the, the sequence of events goes something like this and keep in mind this happens in a matter of seconds our child does something right we observe a behavior then what happens is we make an interpretation about the behavior and about what that means about our child and then we start to make interpretations about what that behavior means um, and says about us as parents and all of these interpretations that we make that are again automatic happen in a matter of seconds that we are um, um, oftentimes unconscious or unaware of well all of those interpretations lead us to feel certain emotions like anger and guilt and resentment and so then from those emotions we behave we act accordingly right and again or we react I should say and again this happens in a matter of seconds and often in ways that we don't even realize and so anger really is a complex emotion but at its root it's based in survival it's based in us wanting to protect ourselves from threat whether real threat or perceived threat and um, at its core too it helps us if you think about it it drives us to take action and it makes us feel more powerful and more in control because we feel like we're doing something about the situation that we feel is a threat right we feel okay things should be different and I'm taking action to make those things different and so in this episode I'm going to share three common reasons why parents often get angry at their kids in the first place because I really feel like the more we can understand our underlying anger the best we know how to intervene so let's discuss So reason number one why you get angry at your kids is because deep down you have a feeling of inadequacy and nothing sparks more feelings of inadequacy than tantrums, whining, aggressive behaviors, not listening, defiance overall constant sibling conflict right um you know and as parents it's natural and normal for us to have these expectations of how our children should act right um and how they should respond to us and how things should go and i think it also is a very easy slippery slope if you will as we are learning more parenting tools and tips and scripts we feel it's easy to feel disappointed in ourselves disappointed in our child frustrated at the tips 
and the person who taught us the tips because when you know we try something and it doesn't go as planned right our child doesn't respond the way we are expecting them to um the way we are hoping them to and so that can further lead to feelings again of inadequacy which if we look at inadequacy, the feeling even deeper, what it really shines light on is our vulnerability, right? And again, anger is an emotion that is rooted in protection and rooted in feeling like we have more control over ourselves and the environment and that we're actually doing something. So it makes sense when we feel vulnerable, when we feel inadequate, to get frustrated, to feel angry. Because again, we all have these expectations of how things should go and how our child should behave. And when it reality doesn't match with our expectations it's very easy for us to feel inadequate and frustrated and so what i think this really shines light on is the fact that oftentimes nine times out of ten our reaction and our behavior towards our kids when they're misbehaving says more to do with how we feel internally than actually who our child is and what that means about them right and so if we can stay mindful of that right that I am reacting to my child because deep down I feel vulnerable deep down I feel inadequate that's going to help us take more responsibility for our emotions and then respond in more intentional ways to our kids and I think what it comes down to is when we notice that right when we stop and we can be aware of you know the root of our feelings we can start to work on holding our sense of value holding our sense of worth um, despite how our child responds to us because we know that is going to help us manage our feelings right feel more calm and centered and grounded so that then we can make the best choice possible now of course we're not always going to get this right but again what i really want to shine light on is that oftentimes when it comes to parenting and the decisions that we make in the relationship with our child it has more to do with how we're feeling <laughs> and the under underneath the anger there's so much more that's going on underneath the surface and that if we drew, drew light to that we would um, be able to be a more intentional parent like for example if our child's not listening to us it's easy to feel like you know they're undermining my authority right or um, they're undermining my personal importance or my value um, and it's easy to make those interpretations and blame our child um, and so it's so important to keep that in mind as we are finding ourselves feeling triggered feeling angry to look beneath the surface of how those behaviors are being interpreted and how how we are really you know internalizing these things and feeling vulnerable underneath and feeling um, inadequate because that's gonna help us you know one take a step back and re-examine our interpretations and then make the most intentional 
response to our, our little ones. The other thing I'll say along those same lines when it comes to anger is that it's easy for it to get reinforced because over time what we learn is that, well, the more angry we are, right, the louder we get and the more, again, we reclaim our authority and put our child in their place and we get aggressive, um, the more oftentimes it works, right? It's a very short-term solution and it often has long-term ramifications, especially in terms of our relationship with our child. But it makes sense why it gets reinforced because it feels like, oh, well, this is the only thing that works, right? It's only when I get angry at my child that they really listen to me and all these other things don't quote unquote work. And so this is the work of being a positive parent is to one, hold true that, you know, although it this quote unquote works at what expense, right? At what cost, especially in the relationship, but also the messages that we're teaching our child. And also, again, and the power of looking within ourselves about how we are interpreting different behaviors and how our own childhoods a lot of the time have to do with our mindset and our perspective as it relates to our role as the parent in this relationship. So all good things to kind of consider and sit back and reflect on is, you know, what comes up for me internally when I get angry at my kids, what interpretations am I making about their behavior and what that behavior says about me? Second common reason why uh, we get angry at our kids is because our expectations of them are way too high. Um, and I this comes up a lot as I coach parents, especially inside of my private parent coaching community, the mom sisterhood, where we'll talk about a certain behavior and, and I'll ask more questions about the environment and what was going on and age of their little one and all kinds of things, right? I get those contextual factors and then a lot of times I'm like, oh, it doesn't sound like this expectation was aligned with where they're at developmentally wise, right? Or how they're, then, you know, kids will show us <laughs> whether or not they're ready for these certain things through their behavior. And a lot of the times, you know, we're expecting them to be up here and they're down here and so this leads to this discrepancy right again coming down to our expectations right our expectations of our child you should be over here you should be doing this you should be listening to me or you should be following directions or you should just already know how to put on your pants or whatever it is right like I expect you to be here and you're down here and that discrepancy is making me frustrated it's making me feel angry because I have an expectation of you. This is how you should be, right? And a lot of the times it's 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 easy to fall into this trap because it's like, well, wait, you just did this, right? You just did this yesterday. Or, hey, your sister who's younger than you can already do this. Like, why aren't you here, right? You're down here today. Why aren't you up here? Because you were up here yesterday or this is where I think most kids your age should be. And now I'm angry because now I'm feeling like you're doing this on purpose. You're just defying me. You're just not following directions because you just don't want to. And it's malicious. It's manipulative, right? We're making all these interpretations about what the behavior means. And we're commonly placing our child in this light of like, you're doing this intentionally, right? And then if we think of our child in that way, we're naturally going to feel frustrated at them. We're naturally going to direct anger towards them. 
because we view them as in opposition to us. And so whether it's that, you know, we're expecting them to listen all the time or expecting them to try new things and be social or we're expecting them to not touch certain things or not play with certain things or we're expecting them to think like us and behave like us or even be the child that we were <laughs> or um, we're expecting them, you know, not to make the same mistakes, to learn from their mistakes, you know, in the same way that we learned from ours, whatever that is, right? Again, we're expecting them to act like their sibling or act like their peer or their cousin. Those commonly will lead to a lot of frustration on the part of the parents. Again, because our expectations are too high or they're simply just not aligned with where our child is in that moment. Along those same lines, um, reason number three why we are commonly upset and angry at our kids is because we want that instant gratification, right? Again, going back to parenting tips it's so easy to fall into this trap of like I learned this tip <laughs> I learned how to say let's say you know this certain script when then statements right and Dr. Jasmine said that this was going to help you listen to me and I did it and I didn't get that gratification I didn't get that instant result that I was expecting of you and now I'm really angry I'm angry at myself I'm angry at you I'm angry at Dr. Jasmine <laughs> Right. Um, and it all feels so frustrating. Right. Why isn't this working? Right. Or why am I not getting some instant gratification? Um, that can also look like, you know, fresh frustrated that we have to repeat ourselves over and over and over and over and over again for them to listen or frustrated that they're acting like a baby. Like you are a big girl. You're a big boy now. Like, why are you acting in this way? Um, why are you regressing? Right. I thought we were past this. Right. I thought you were up here and now you're down here again or oftentimes we're trying to rationalize with our kids well I said this and it's because of this and XYZ and you know better and I've already explained this and we're using all this rational thought uh, with our kids and they don't understand they don't get it they're still upset <laughs> and you're like wait I'm trying to explain this to you over and over again and you just don't get it and a lot of times we are trying to rationalize with them when they are in an emotional state and they simply are not in a space <laughs> to think logically, right? And to really rational, you know, use their rational brain and to connect with our rational mind. That's us often a common mistake we as adults make when we try to interact with kids is trying to rationalize with them um, when they're just simply not ready to do that right a lot of the times and that's not really what's going to help them see things differently or connect with what we need them to do um, because we're just again not on the same thinking field and so a lot of the times if you're finding that <laughs> if this is resonating these the common reasons it's a lot of the times because again our expectations are not aligned with where our child is and we're expecting all this instant gratification and it where our child just really isn't there yet so if this all resonates and you're looking for more tips on how to be a more calmer parent definitely stay tuned to next week's episode because i'm going to be sharing some clear powerful action steps you can start taking to become a more calmer parent and manage your parenting triggers now in the meantime while you wait be sure to download my new uh, resource called um, a simple guide to becoming a calmer parent where i share more step by steps what to do in the moment when you feel angry with your child and so much more so to download that free guide you can go to the mompsychologist.com 
forward slash calm parenting. Again, that's themompsychologist.com forward slash calm parenting to download my simple guide to becoming a calmer parent. That is it for this episode. I will see you in the next one. Bye.